0: everybody. Welcome back to Drag Time with Heklina. Um, Thanks so much for joining me and Mark. Before we get started, I want to say that uh, this podcast is a little bit different. We are not gathered together in a studio or an apartment. We are practicing social distancing. I am uh, coming to you from my house in Palm Springs. Mark is in San Francisco and our guest today will also be talking with us From her apartment, so uh, Mark has managed to get all of us separate, and we're going to try and come together and do a podcast today. You'll have to excuse us if the tone of the podcast is a little bit serious today, because we are addressing for the first time what we're all going through, which is of course the coronavirus and all of the ramifications that that has brought into our lives. So, welcome to Drag Time with Heclina. Thank you for joining us, but we have to acknowledge that this is a bit strange. Mark is here to give us an update on the facts as we know them today about COVID-19.
1: Thanks, Eclina. We don't want to talk about this all day. We really do want to try to inject some entertainment into your time listening to this podcast. But here are some facts as we know them right now, hopefully really brief, and you can find some more resources on our website. What does it mean to socially distance? Even if you are well, stay home. Self-isolate, meaning only come in close contact with the people you live with. If you go out into the world to procure food and supplies, or if you're one of the many people who has a job, is classified as an essential service, and you have no choice but to go to work, do your very best to stay at least six feet away from one another. Wash your hands frequently and make sure to lather for at least 20 seconds. Do not touch your face, especially your eyes, your nose, or your mouth without clean hands. People who are not symptomatic can still transmit the illness. So if you need to interact with people, stay at least six feet apart from people outside of your household hold. Going out and interacting without social distancing means that you are potentially making the spread possible and giving life to this thing that we might otherwise be able to slow down. Be on the lookout for the symptoms. The most common symptoms are a dry cough, a fever, and difficulty breathing. You can find these and other recommendations for mitigating the danger for you and your loved ones by visiting the websites of the World Health Organization, Johns Hopkins Medical, which I will post on our site page, dragtimewithheclina.com.
0: Okay, Mark, now that is all pretty serious, um, but thank you for giving us all that information. And new information keeps happening and coming into us every day. And we're, you know, we're rolling with it as we get it. In fact, we wanted to call this episode What in Gay Hell, because we want to acknowledge what I'm going through, what everybody in the performance community is going through. And that is, of course all of our gigs being canceled. We're coming up with novel ways to, uh, to try and still earn a living, even though we are all locked in our apartments and houses. Um, so we are in gay hell right now. There are no gay bars, no drag shows, nothing happening except online. And, uh, This is the new normal for now. Um, Now let's try and switch gears a little bit and inject some levity into uh, the podcast. Um, Let me introduce my very, very special guest, somebody I've worked with a long, 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 long time. Somebody who can definitely feel my pain and who's done countless events herself. I'm sure she can relate to the fact everything is canceled and she is stuck in her apartment in San Francisco. I am talking remotely with her. My long time girlfriend and the most photographed nun in the world and actually she has a lot of titles under her uh under her name <laughs> <And> her, <laughs> her, her email she's uh the most notable drag queen of 2011 sf grand marshal 2012 bay area best activist 2014 and it goes on and on and on anyway without further ado here is sister roma
2: girl my signature is longer than most of the emails that i write exactly jesus christ but every time they give you an award you have to add it right i just got the cleve jones award from the no you
0: don't have to add it
2: Uh, well i don't want to seem disrespectful that's the reason that i have so many photos and paintings and pictures of myself in my apartment
0: me too i I keep collecting them well people give them to you right and then not ones of you ones of me yeah oh Oh, okay
2: People give up to you and you like you have to put them out and
0: there's I'm flattered right so it is very flattering yes it is yeah but you know what I did is I took down all my um my notifications from like you know Heclina Day by the city you know I took all those down to make room for my portraits because there was just too much too many things paying tribute to me I'm sure you can relate
2: <laughs> completely <laughs> they're
0: so amazing I, I took all I took my proclamations down to make room for my f for my. Portraits. I mean, if they ask either one of us to run for mayor one more time, girl. Except, I think that in this era of Me Too, there's too many um, videos of me objectifying boys on stages um, from years past. Nice fear. But I'm I'm not going to be Sherry Pie because I was. I was very forthright about it. You know, I was always. It was always done on stage. I, I never. I never tried to trick anybody into letting me eat their butt, you know what I mean? Oh no, I, there was no <laughs> pretense, girl.
2: It was quite
0: blatant and we're all
2: witness to it.
0: And yeah, it was it was all out for everybody to see. So I was talking with Mark yesterday before before this interview, obviously, about what we would talk to you about. Girl, I do not want to talk about 45 or the coronavirus, but we'll touch on those a little bit. But because you um are, are you still hosting you're, you're not obviously you're not hosting the RuPaul's Drag Race viewing party, but you were that night that sherry pie that they made the announcement about sherry pie weren't you
2: well there you go that's our the gay hell we're living in as you mentioned everything is canceled and that includes our rupa's drag race viewing party which as you know has been a very popular honey mahogany and i have hosted it together for many many seasons now including it your uh, former club the well it's still the club oasis that you used to own we worked with you on that um but we had to just for the safety of the community and everybody we had to shut it down
0: well, just just I just want to clarify something. I'm, I am haven't gotten my check yet. So as of now, I'm still an owner of Oasis. Oh. <laughs> so I'm, I'm an owner of a business that's making no money and just losing money. But yes, it is. And you know, uh y- yes, you were RuPaul's viewing, but uh, daytime realness was canceled, which is a party everybody was looking forward to not only this, uh, this month, but also next month, because there's no way that we're going to be ready to open daytime realness in April. Yeah. Um we canceled the Reno field trip, which was in its 23rd year. Unheard yep. of. Canceled there you that. go, Grossy. The sisters have had to cancel
2: our fabulous Easter in the park, our annual anniversary yeah. celebration in Hunky Jesus.
0: That's unbelievable. Yeah. I
2: know. It's so sad. We had to <sighs> cancel drag out the vote. We canceled the SFLGBT center Spire has been postponed. So that was supposed to host that this year. I mean so many things. Everything, everything. Listen, every single thing. We were going we to yeah. do, we do this podcast in person, and I was on my way to your house when I got a text message and a photo from a friend of himself in the hospital with coronavirus. And it was someone who I had hugged tightly a few days before. So that's, I didn't want to mention, I haven't really mentioned this at all to anybody. And I, you know, because I told you I don't feel comfortable coming to your house, would if I have it? But the incubation period has passed. So now I feel comfortable to talk about it. And I would say that I am not, I have no symptoms. It looks like I may have dodged that bullet, but Mm -hmm. we even had to cancel our in-person podcast.
0: And I have a gift for you. Well, first of all, um, do you consider, you you say you, you hugged him closely. Is that the word you use for blowjobs? Hugging? (laughs) <laughs> and and they're, they're, they're a little bit different. And also, i also, you know, it's so funny. It's so funny. You didn't, you know, you, you, you were concerned about bringing over the coronavirus, but you've never been concerned about the other things you bring over. So, but any anyway, so times have changed. They have. A little bit. <laughs> they really no, have. no. All kidding aside, that was a worrisome day because we, Mark, and I did want to talk to you about it. But yeah, understandably, you were shaken by that. You know. Well,
2: can you imagine the shock waves that would run through the community if I came out as being
0: exposed to the coronavirus? It would be like <laughs> it, it. It would be like when when Rock Hudson got AIDS. It would be it finally put a face on this virus. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Exactly. Nobody would care. And all of a sudden, Roma has it. We have to do something about it.
2: Well, the mayor's office called me and just please avoid the hysteria and just keep it under your hat until, mm-hmm. you know. Well, somewhere. I'm
0: glad that you are all in the clear. Let's um that way. I mean, are any of us, though? It's the news is so grim. Well, Mark and I were talking um you know, if it's that easy to become exposed to it just by hugging somebody, I mean, we've probably all been exposed in some way, you know, like have to just basically wash your hands a hundred times a day. Do you want to know
2: what gift I, I have for you?
0: As long as it wasn't the coronavirus, yes, please no. tell me.
2: I Well, every time I see you, what do you
0: always do? Oh, you got to be kidding me. no. Can I tell you that I saw a picture of you yesterday wearing a new ring by the uh, uh-huh. the Dragon Lady, and I contacted her. About, you about, did? Yes, I was like because I contacted her a long time ago, and I said I want some jewelry, and she said send me your measurements, and then I never got around to it, and I was like oh shit, so I messaged her last night. I said I'm sorry, I, I never sent you my measurements, so. We're going to get going on that now, but that ring you were wearing yesterday, is that ring that you were wearing the one you were going to give me?
2: No, uh, the one that I'm going to give you is in the same colorway, but it's bigger.
0: Whoa. And it's gorgeous. Oh my and God. It's still, it's
2: still here with a bow on it. It's still yours. So the next no, time Well, I don't give you, it
0: to anybody else. I will. It's for you. Because you always try to steal my rings whenever I see you. Did you know, uh, Mark, yeah, that's kind of a thing I do because she's always wearing a fabulous piece of jewelry whenever I see her. And eventually, see, well, the thing is she used to drink so it used to work back then <laughs>
3: one time
0: um one time Shishi Larue was super drunk and I asked her if I could have the earrings she was wearing and she took off her earrings and gave them to me so I always tried that with Roma you know I was like can I have that ring can I have that rain? she was never drunk enough to actually give me anything
2: no I've never be that drunk and
0: enough. now she doesn't drink so it's it doesn't really work anymore yeah but um well I I was trying not to talk about the coronavirus and talk about sherry pie but There you go. You want to talk about sherry pie?
1: What do you got on sherry pie?
0: Well, it already seems like a year ago that that whole thing happened because so much has happened since then. And Sherry Pie has got to be grateful for the coronavirus
1: wiped her right out of the headlines. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: But how did you guys? How did you guys address it that night at your viewing party? Well, we had to. I mean, you just have to take that kind of thing and just it had to be the
2: first thing that we talked about. And the audience was completely filled in and aware because, like you said, I mean, she was headline news. It was everywhere, impossible to right. avoid. So we had to talk about it. And the minute that she, her, the first time her face appeared on screen, everybody started booing and hissing. And right. throughout the show, basically anything she did, every, every, every little nod, wink, comment she yeah. made has a new creepy, yeah, yeah, yeah into it. So people, I think, but also just being able to express their disdain and disgust and, and, and for her really made people feel better. Right. So, and they, actually at one point I was like, you know what? I thought you guys were going to really, really go. I thought you were going to start tipping shit over, set the place mm-hmm. on fire. Oh my God. But they were, they were, they were pretty good all in all, but you know, it's really, really uncomfortable to watch.
0: Uh, Yeah. Well, can you just briefly, I mean, cause we t- we're talking about it as if everybody knows about it, but I'm sure both of our listeners, maybe, n- maybe both of them have not heard about this. <laughs> so could you tell both of them or may- maybe there's more to tell them exactly what happened that one guy, he doesn't know. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> it's my aunt back in Oregon. So just tell her <laughs> all the people in wretch Cleveland or where, where do you give it? You- yes. Reykjavik. Yeah. Uh, so Sherry
2: pie was posing as a casting agent and sending solicitous emails on the pretense of, of, offering these young gay actors, an important role in an HBO movie or miniseries. And the, the idea of the show was that it was about a young man who takes steroids and bulk up. And I think this sh- that was even called Bulk. It was called Bulk, yeah. So she asked them to make videos of themselves smelling their armpits. And it just kept getting more and more suggestive and filthy. And she even videotaped one person masturbating. And every time they would say, well, you know, I'm, she posed as Allison Mosey was the mm-hmm. name. Yeah, she- yeah. And when the guys started to get suspicious and say to her, hey, you know, your friend Allison isn't getting back to me, she'd be like, oh, no, she's the real deal. She's good. So she was doing like a double catfish, really.
0: Really, really uh, weaved a web there. Yeah, it was crazy. Really
2: grotesque. Yeah. Just prey on these young men. And, And it's not even the fact that she was just getting off on these guys doing these things. It was that she was taking their hopes and dreams and leading them on and then just shattering them, really leaving them. It was so sad.
0: Yeah, yeah the whole thing was sad because yeah, I don't condone what she did, but here's somebody's entire life dream, life goal that, and and she's pursuing it. But I was like, even before, even before she went on RuPaul's drag race, some of these boys were getting the police involved in all of this stuff. So how could she have not thought that once she got on RuPaul's drag race, that it would kind of blow up in her face like this. Like, so, and, and so she was basically fucking over world of wonder rupaul all the other girls on this season you know so the whole and thing herself. Is just, and, and herself yeah her you know her her life goal basically because
2: we know that she makes it to the top four and she was scheduled to be in the finale and they, the first thing they had to do was come out and say that she has been disqualified so there was the biggest spoiler of the year and it was during the first episode
0: Yeah, I had, you know, uh, I'm sure I'm not sure if you get the same list. I I get a list of the people who are top four before the season airs, you know, because because I book them, you know, and um, Sherry Pie, her rate was the most expensive of all the girls. And she was being represented by Voss um, Entertainment and, you know. The day after this came out, Voss dropped her and just everything just felt like a house of cards. It's crazy. I, has anybody heard from her? No, I keep checking her Twitter and her Instagram and it's still all the same stuff that was up before this broke. I mean, I hope that she has a good support group
2: around her and that she's able I mean, I don't I don't know her at all. But no. I, I would hope that because people are being extremely cruel online and she can only be embarrassed and realize how horrible her actions were. I just hope that she's not hurting herself or something though, you know,
0: that was definitely the biggest news story to ever come out of uh, all, any 12 season, all the 12 seasons of the drag race. And now drag Kong was canceled too. So I know. Ugh. Well, this is, we are in gay hell. So I am in, uh, you know, gay heaven, normally Palm Springs. And it's, Just as grim as a picture as um, San Francisco. Of course, every restaurant, every bar, every gym, every movie theater. You know, look, normally when you come to Palm Springs, hello, you go see drag shows, you go out to eat or whatever. It's just a completely different scene. And (laughs) I posted about this on Facebook the other day. Uh, The morning that I got here, I was like, I better go to uh, Vaughn's, you know, the Safeway or whatever, and get some food. And they weren't, they wouldn't let me in because I wasn't old enough. They were only letting. (laughs) They were only letting senior citizens go in there and shop. <laughs>
1: so, so everybody I,
0: else but you could get Exactly, in. exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. For once, I was too young. <laughs> in Palm Springs,
2: I should do the reverse.
0: Exactly. The
2: first hour will be for people under the age 70.
0: And then the <laughs> rest of you can just come in and shop till you drop. My God. Everything's crazy. My friend arrived uh, last night, and he said there was like five people on the airplane he was on, and just yeah, yeah. this is crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: So for me, I'm 35 years old, and I've never experienced anything in my lifetime that impacted us collectively like this. Can you all think of a time in your lives that that impacted people to this degree?
0: Absolutely not. Uh, well, I mean, of course, during the AIDS uh, the, uh, epidemic, during the years when there was so much fear and stuff that was unknown about it, people did react. Of course, it was, it was a bit more dire in the sense that it was 100% fatal getting AIDS. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's not quite as deadly, but, um, but it's affecting everybody. So it's much more of a, a, a concern to <laughs> politicians and stuff. Back when it was just gay people, nobody gave a shit, you know?
2: Exactly. And, you know, Mark, weren't you listening? We we're too young to know <laughs> what that was like. But I I moved to San Francisco in 1985. So I was definitely here for that crisis. I remember things like AIDS hysteria, when we all had to constantly check in the mirror for white spots on our tongues. You'd wake up in the middle of the night and go, am I having night sweats? Like it was really, really scary. And people around us were getting sick and dying and like really quickly. There was an attitude sort of that prevailed that at least it was killing all the right people. You know, it was intravenous drug users, prostitutes, and gay people. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of prejudice against gay people. There was people lost their jobs, their homes, their families. But there was never the kind of government intervention. It took ten years for them to even say the word AIDS. It, it took fighting for our lives to get them to even recognize that it, there was any kind of problem or that it was any kind of plague. And the, I've never seen the government respond as quickly as this and intervene to this extent. It, I I don't even I don't know what to compare it to.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, the there's nothing to compare it to in our lifetimes. I mean, I, let, let me repeat again. Both Roma and I are too young to have been through anything like this before. But there hasn't been anything like this since 1918, since the uh, the great flu that killed like 50 million people. Um, back then, they had to go into quarantine also. Um, but uh, in our lifetimes, this has never happened.
2: No, I, I did venture out today. Yeah? Yes, uh, we decided to go at 6 a.m. when Safeway opened. Shantae. Oh, I Shantae, yeah. uh, America drove us and he took uh-huh. me and Shantae and his boyfriend Jamie. And we were, got there and they had us wait in line because now California has decreed with the CDC that there can be no more than 50 people in any store at a given time. Mm-hmm. So luckily we got there so early, it was just about 10 people ahead of us. Shantae counted for
0: two people, <laughs> right? <laughs>
2: Wow! Yes, sorry, her personality is that. Her personality is that big, and I'm she sorry, wants you sorry. to know that she's available to be on your podcast because she is Hamburger Mary's original and most popular server.
0: Okay, Mark, uh, write that down. Let's, let's get to her um, maybe after the thousandth podcast if we run out of time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So,
2: so we got into the store and it was shiny and most, most everything looked like it was fully stocked. They were putting all the things in the deli. And, uh, and then I, I thought, Oh, it looks really full in here. It looks like everything that I'm going to need is here. And then I started walking into the store and like the bread mm-hmm. was just decimated. Right. Uh, you know, certain things, all the paper products, the cleaning products were all was there really eggs. They, they had eggs. So it was interesting. we had like some they had things that i I managed to get plenty of things that I needed, but um it was interesting the things that were missing, but it was really early, so maybe they were still in the process of actually hopefully stocking more things in the shelves.
0: Well, I went to the Vons later in the day to get food, and there was no eggs and um, and I said, well, when do the eggs because you know, Mark, I was talking to Mark about maybe doing a live cooking episodes from my house. Try oh yeah, some, your beautiful kitchen you have. Yeah, my beautiful it. kitchen. To, to you know, to try and make some coins now that all my gigs are canceled, but it's kind of difficult to do without eggs. So anyway, I was talking to this uh, the stock boy at Vons, and I was like, and he's like, well, we have eggs early in the morning, and I was like, well, I can't come in early in the morning because I'm not over sixty five, and so basically I'm screwed. So all the old people are going in there grabbing up all the eggs. So <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm gonna have to like. Attack somebody as they're loading their car. You're going to have to roll a senior citizen.
2: <laughs> Get their eggs. Exactly. Did, some, did he believed you when he said you weren't over, you weren't 65? Shut up. Yes, he did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, I was wearing a mask, you know. <laughs> we
2: didn't wear masks or gloves or anything. I God, I hope now I probably contracted it just
0: going to Safeway. Well, I hope you washed your hands when oh you came God, home. Oh, my God, yeah. Totally. All right. Yeah, yeah, I think you'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, realm. <laughs> so this
2: is I. I've listened to your podcast. I, you had Peaches, of course, your best friend, your partner in crime, your business partner, your Poor longtime Peaches. friend.
0: I yeah. to say all oh, yeah, we're all suffering. But Peaches, really, so that was that's what I was deep in the middle of before all these restrictions came in. Was we were in the middle of rehearsals for uh, Drag Becomes Her. Yep. And, uh, you know, how information changes every day. And, you know, at first it was like no more than a thousand people. And then I think the next day it was no more, no more than 500 people. And then it was 250. And she was just like, she had no choice but to yeah. cancel that. It's so crazy.
2: No, those shows always sell out that 1400 seat Castro theater. Yeah. And- that's a really popular one too. I, I felt really bad about that. I, I love Peach's voice. does it, Peach's has the best
0: voice for radio podcasts? Doesn't she? Um, I'm I'm here to do a podcast with you, not to argue. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just I'm just here to talk. I, I don't want to start a fight with you on this podcast. So I will oh, say I, I will say yes. She has a very nice voice, Roma. She has <laughs> <It's> an amazing voice. <laughs> <point. laughs> She's fabulous. I love that person. I really do love that person. You are our third guest. On, uh, yes, thank you so much for joining us. I, I would say go ahead and plug all your events, but
2: um, yeah, I will be cleaning my drag closet on Tuesday. I mean, that's I'm thinking about doing a makeup tutorial. Have you ever?
0: Oh no, of course you haven't. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing is, is that I'm looking at people's content they're putting online, and everybody is doing a drag show from their living room. Everybody's doing a makeup tutorial, so it's like I have to do something a little bit different. Right, i you know, like trying to think of different stuff to do, I, and I'm I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna
2: give it a little time because right now there's a surge of it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna sort of break it out when there's when there's a little lull and people are you know tired of it. And I don't know what I'm doing actually. I have no idea. I've never done a makeup tutorial before. So, but
0: of course, the main reason a lot of these queens are doing it is because all of a sudden, like we said, all their income was yanked out from under them. Yeah. So, are you concerned about? Uh, I mean, are you going to be okay through all this? Or Well,
2: I'm very lucky that I have a full-time career in the adult industry that I've had for many decades, and we're all wired up and working from home. And the really good news is that people are home, and they're horny,
0: and they're watching porn. So, um, Sister Roma, it's not true what Florida Man t- t- uh, tweeted about you. You don't direct porn, do you? No, she got you
2: right. Mentioning that you eat ass.
0: Yeah, yeah, I eat ass, but I've not uh, done it for years. But you've never directed, right?
2: No, I'm the creative director. So that means that I have all the input to do with our image and our branding and the, I work on the movie concepts and the sets and websites and all that stuff. So I'm actually in post-production. So they go shoot all the action and then it comes back to us and we edit it and market it basically.
0: So you come up with the concepts?
2: Sometimes I sit in the, in the, the meetings and hear what people, ideas people have and we all contribute. It's a quite an effort it's you know it's a great crew that i work with tim valenti mm-hmm. the president of falcon naked sword is an innovator and a leader and he really jumped on this the whole virus too because he was like i we need to get everybody worked up set up and working from home so i this has been our first full week we've actually been doing this already mm-hmm. um but it's a great job i've loved working in the adult industry as you know
0: uh-huh. It's yeah. really
2: fun. And I'm and like I said, people are really flocking to all of our membership sites and joining and watching. And that's great. It is. It's it's good for you know, I hate to say it, but it's not bad for my business, which is really fortunate. But the thing is what you mentioned is true, is that a lot of our, our drag kings, queens, nightlife entertainment bartenders, servers, go-go dancers, event promoters are all really suffering and frightened because of all the closures. All the bars are closed. Right. So Uh, race bannon Juanita moore and cleve jones and a group of activists started the queer nightlife fund Mm -hmm. and as the last notification i got was that it's raised already thirty nine thousand dollars for san francisco nightlife uh, people to apply for to get a portion of the money that's being raised so there is something that you can do if you're listening you can go to queernightlifefund.org
0: and make a donation and and you apply for these funds? Who who decides you can, whether you get
2: yes, them or not? You can also go to the same website and apply.
1: And I'll be sure to put that on our site page so that all the listeners know where they can donate or apply for the Queer Nightlife Fund.
2: But it, you, it just, it states that you must be a drag king or queen, uh, a server, those are the certain things and they're going to help you with rent, food, utilities, phone. The what about bartenders?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Um, yeah, we, we had to lay all of our bartenders off and and tell them to go apply for unemployment because if we kept them on part time, there's nothing for them to do and they would not have been able to get unemployment. So yeah. we'll, we'll rehire them when this is all over. Um, but I have a question totally unrelated to this. What do you think now? I think this would be a really successful porn idea. A drag queen travels around the world. And tastes the world through the buttholes of the guys that live in each country, like, she, like a taste of Italy or a taste of France, like once, once all this nonsense is over. What do you think about that? Don't you think this is a million dollar idea?
2: Well, I think it clearly illustrates your concern about people's interpretation of you in the Me Too movement and everything that's happened with <laughs> Cherry Pie. But,
0: well, it would. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't be trying to trick anybody into it. I would literally be eating their asses. And I mean, then I they'd would
2: have to sign some kind of waiver and get shots and things, I suppose. I mean, yeah, and
0: then I, I would play a game. Like if I was in Italy, I'd be like, "Okay, you had." marinara sauce and you had you know I, I could guess what they had
2: that is so disgusting oh i think you should do it okay good well <laughs> yeah.
0: this is this is a concept for you to present to everybody about a porn so i'm giving you this million dollar idea <laughs> we're Thank gonna have you. to make money when this is yeah. so let me know about that
2: yes you will be the first to know because who else <laughs> better
0: than Iclina, better qualified.
1: <laughs>
0: roma thank you so much for coming on the show thank you, mark
1: thank you sister roma
0: and i'm gonna get that ring when i see you next time thank you so much yes you will all right okay, okay. bye, bye. Dear listeners of Drag Time with Heclina, we know that you have a lot of concerns and a lot of unanswered questions about the coronavirus. Uh, can you get it from going to the grocery store, using somebody's cart, or squeezing a tomato in the produce section, as we talked about with Sister Roma, um, being coughed on? But the most important question that I'm getting from people is can the virus be transmitted through oral anal contact? Um, I'd like to pretend that I'm the expert on these matters, but I'm actually not. And we have found somebody who's actually an expert on all matters, uh, sex-related, and we are going to turn this into a regular segment on Drag Time with Hecklina. So, without further ado, it's time to Ask Aunt Juki.
3: Juki, are you there? I am. Hello. <laughs> I love my magical lead-in.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Uh well I, I can't take credit for it. Mark found it. Is it, it sounds It sounds just like from Bewitched. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Aunt, I think Endora was more uh more of a harsh sound. I think this sounds like Aunt Agatha or something. You oh, know, I mean, one of the one that of works, her aunts. That works. So yeah, I mean I I guess I I lied and said people wanna know, but I want to know, can I, because I'm trying to uh, trying to avoid catching this virus and I'm not kissing anybody, that's for sure. But Aunt Juki, what if I were to rim somebody? Could I potentially get this virus?
3: Yes, yes. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, just uh, the, the uh. easy answer is yes. Um, that there are, there is a study that was done in China that has shown that, the virus is spread through fecal-oral transmission, and oh, unfortunately, people who uh, also who have the the illness have a diarrhea as part of the issue oh. sometimes. Yep, there it is, um, but mm. as we know from watching the media, there are people who have the virus without having any symptoms. So even uh-huh. if somebody's tummy is feeling just fine, you don't know what molecules are coming out their butthole.
0: Okay. Well, this I say this is uh, probably the cruelest blow yet in all of the things I'm not allowed to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while I'm quarantined. So what a bummer. You bummed well, me out, Duke. Uh,
3: yeah, that's that's my job. Um, I <laughs> think that it, there's still lots of other things that people can do. I know that I've been having fantasies about boy in a bubble. Uh, having. I had a friend share with me that she wanted to put a plastic bag over her date's head and then make out, um, which... I would say be careful of uh, any issues that have to do with breath play because the lungs are particularly sensitive with this COVID.
1: Um, But the,
3: the other thing is that this isn't really about what we can catch from this, from being around another person. This is about... The people that we go back to in our lives. So if you go and visit somebody or have somebody come over to your house uh, and then they spread their virus unbeknownst to them because they cough, touch their hand, touch a surface, and then you touch that surface and touch your face then, yes. yes, you might be fine. You might not get infected from, from that, but you might become a carrier of the virus who then gets somebody else infected.
0: Well, this is the, uh, this is the, what we're telling uh, all the young kids out there who are like, I feel fine. Sure, you do, but you could give it to somebody who is more at risk. That's right. Um, and I was just talking, before you came on, I was talking about I'm in Palm Springs right now. and So that past, that's practically the entire population of Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. is at risk so right, <laughs> yes. right.
3: so all those kids who are out enjoying their florida spring break uh, are going to uh-huh. get on planes and come home and visit their grandparents and there's going to be some problems
0: yes absolutely that's a very good point all right well i will uh yeah i'll, I'll forego the rimming then <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, just for now, um, mm-hmm. uh, you, there is also the possibility of ribbing with saran wrap. Um, oh,
0: Christ. Oh,
3: God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gross. Uh, oh, my God. All right. Well, yes, I, that is that is an option.
3: Dental damn my ass.
0: Oh, uh, Aunt Juki, I'm sorry. I, I have somebody here visiting me. He just came over uh, while I was recording this, and he said— what about blowjobs?
3: Isn't it an interesting world where it it's safer to put somebody's dick in your mouth than it is to put your face against their their face. Um, Mm -hmm. There's nothing yet to show that um, mouth to external sex organ is something that's going to spread it. But again, this is not just about what you can get from that sexual act. It's about what can you get from being in the same room together at this point.
0: Absolutely. Okay. So there's a lot of unknowns and a lot of, uh, there's a lot of hazards to it. Yes,
3: there are, there are. And it is just like those safe sex talks, you know, you get to decide what is, what risk you're willing to take. You get to decide what risk you're willing to take. So if you're a single person and you're messing around with another single person then isn't it still isn't just the two of you because when you leave and get on a bus you're now exposing all those people on the bus to mm. possibly you know the person that you just hung out with so it's a lot like uh, what we learned in the 80s like you're having sex with right. every other person that you that that person has had sex with you're yeah you're now making out with anybody you take a bus with.
0: Ah, that is disgusting.
3: (laughs) That is. That that is is. why,
0: that's why I never get on Muni. Oh, I know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, Aunt Juki. And yeah, I'd love for this to be a regular segment. And you know, all you listeners, please email us with your questions for Aunt Juki. What would you like to know?
3: I've got facts and practical advice.
0: Okay. Well, thank you for that.
3: My pleasure.
1: Oh, and Juki, could you also let us know where our listeners can go for uh, sexual health information related to COVID-19?
3: Yeah, um, that is difficult to find, actually, because... There is still so much unknown. Uh, What I mostly found was articles about individual studies. There's not a lot that is fact, fact beyond a study, and we need to be able to repeat those studies to know that it's real information. So CDC, uh, WHO, the World Health Organization has some information on there.
1: Uh, And Juki, like, aren't people going to (laughs) fuck?
3: I think one of the things that is going to come back is maybe some phone sex. We'll be doing more phone sex, uh, mutual masturbation via video. Um, There's definitely things that we can do to help build the sexual tension, uh, without actually taking out our jizz on each other.
0: Oh, you're killing me here, Aunt Juki. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: temporary. It's temporary. We're, we're going to... Okay. Hopefully, hopefully we're going to all get through this together. Um, but we got to yeah. just be careful right now. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, people fought world wars. People went through, you know, Vietnam. People went through the influenza epidemic in 1918. I think that I can spend the next few weeks watching television, eating bad food, and not eating butt. I think that I can do that. I can make that sacrifice, you know. Yeah,
3: yeah. Thank you. So, I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Oh, you appreciate me not doing that? I
3: okay. do. I do. <laughs> You're helping me I think. Stuff. I
0: think a lot of people, I, I, I never thought I could help save the world by not eating butt. But That's right. <laughs> the
1: first spread you ever walked away from.
0: <laughs> well, thanks, Anjuki. Speaking of spreads and eating, uh, one thing I'm doing while I am locked away in my own quarantine is I am doing a lot of cooking in my house uh, uh, here in Palm Springs. I am loving my crock pot. I'm loving my oven. I'm loving my rice cooker, all that stuff. And I'm loving also simple, quick recipes and, and recipes uh, that contain things that are easy to find, things you can find easily find on your grocery shelf. So, please send me recipes that I can try and review. I can share with you my own recipes for cheese blackout, for orange creamsicle cake, crockpot chili, stuff that will get you through this pandemic, help you while away the hours you're in front of your television. So send us your recipes to Drag Time with Hecklina. Okay, everybody. So we're going to keep trying to bring you content through this pandemic. Um, uh, Mark is such a, a genius slash nerd. He's figured out a way for us to remotely interview people where we don't have to be in contact. We can be more than six feet away, social distancing as an art form. Um, But we uh, need a little bit of uh, donations to keep this podcast going during this crisis, uh, we could use help. Mark, why don't you tell our listeners what we need money for?
1: Thanks, Heklina. What we could really use some donations for is helping to pay for our hosting, upgrading our equipment now that we've switched over to using a voiceover IP application, and we need a different kind of microphones and different kind of headsets. And basically, just to keep our website alive so we can make sure that the listeners out there can find us.
0: And if you would like to support the podcast or send us a tip, you can go to dragtimewithheklina.com and click on support tip as a sponsor and send us your donation that way once again i'm an unemployed drag queen uh, so we appreciate it anyway you've been listening to drag time with heclina and mark stay safe out there wash your hands (laughs) and we'll be back next time with god knows who
1: Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe, like, and review Drag Time with Aquina. Special thanks to our guest, Sister Roma, at Sister underscore Roma, and Juki Sunshine, at Juki Sunshine. Show artwork is by Mr. B Nation. This episode was recorded, edited, and produced by me. I'm Mark.